Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of the VA Hunting Bros Podcast. Lowell and I are back in Virginia uh, after our week in Missouri. So I thought we, or we thought we would just kind of recap how things went in Missouri. Yeah, we were hoping to uh, do this while we were still out there in the great state of Missouri, but I don't know what what happened. We just well, started hunting and we that were seemed hunting more fun and uh, and getting home late and yeah, then somehow the podcast was, just didn't happen. Yeah, it's fine. So I think the last um, last we talked, we were headed up north. We hunted an afternoon hunt up there and uh, walked a long ways in. Yeah, I think long ways out. we actually that had was, a little update at the tail end about yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. So that was that um, bow-only conservation area, and um, we were quite excited about it. And yep. so rather than try to do a hanging hunt in there the next morning, which, you know, hanging hunts uh, in the dark are just a bit of a mixed bag. It's uh, doable. It's not exactly sure what you're getting into. Yeah, you can very easily. It's, it's just really hard to hit, <laughs> to hit, to climb a tree that works really well. Obviously, if it's a place you've been to and right. no, it's a little different, but we were, yeah. we so, I mean, in walking into an area, you generally can get into an area, you know, fairly well, but then actually choosing the tree is a yeah. bit difficult. Anyway, with that in mind, uh, Tuesday morning, which was November the 5th, we hunted close to... You hunted close to close home. Close to home, that's right. You did a little uh, scouting. Yeah. Driving around, and I kind of eased into a bedding area, which actually, as it turned out, uh, was a kind of interesting spot. I think it, it was literally within 100 or 200 yards of a parking area, kind of up a steep little bluff in the parking area, and I ended up seeing about five does in there. Yeah. As I was still hunting along, um, they kind of bumped and stuff. So I don't know if I actually could have got a shot at something if it was trailing them. But anyway, it was cool to see deer there. So we, um, I think we we had it up pretty early uh, Tuesday. Yeah, I think we got in twelve. Yeah, one, a little after one. Yeah, maybe. I remember I was uh, I was setting up my tree stand about one o'clock. Yeah. It already felt late. I mean, there were yeah, signs really everywhere weird. going in. <laughs> Uh, I think we had mentioned we had this um, kind of interesting way to access. Had we? Mentioned I, I think we that? talked about that. Yeah, we. Yeah, so we had some creative access and. Uh, yeah, got, kind of into the back corner of of a piece of public. Right. Yeah. So really good sign heading in. Our intention was we were going to hang stands, hunt that evening, and then hopefully hang them with the next morning in mind and come back in the morning and yeah do we had all day a sit. southeast wind basically yeah and, and that was kind of seems to set up best same, for up in those same thing that was supposed to happen the next day too yeah. so so one o'clock i was sitting getting ready to put my stand up had a had a little like six pointer or something come running right up on me about and yep. stood there looked at me for a little bit so i took that as a good omen and i hurried on up the tree Got everything set up, and then I don't think I saw a deer for a little while. Almost dark. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that evening I saw. I, I saw one. I don't know. It was four thirty or so, okay. maybe. Um, and a little basket rack ate, um, which looked very uh, appetizing there for a few minutes. But I wasn't a hundred percent sure that it had brow tines, which uh, it's a four point rule there. 
Uh, almost would have shot it, but I'm not sure if it would have. I think it was a little bit more than a basket rack gate. It was, it was, like, it was nice. medium eight. Yeah. yeah. Basket because rack, I'm pretty sure he came over the ridge and I saw the same deer yeah. from a distance towards dark. And I mean, he was big enough that I was, too. <laughs> I was definitely considering and then I wasn't sure on brow tones. Yeah. So I think I ended up seeing eight or ten deer that evening, a few small bucks. Um, the one that we mentioned I think was the same one you saw. And then a bunch of does. And you said you heard a bunch of stuff that evening. Yeah, that's that's right. That uh, across the kind of down across the ravine, just out of my sight, probably a hundred yards, a little bit more. I could hear a bunch of chasing going on over there. Like I've never really heard something quite like that <laughs> around here. But man, it was really cool. It was. I'm yeah. positive it was deer. That's it's, part of why we like missouri yeah it's just different yeah more probably uh, a bigger population and a better buck today ratio yeah and, yeah but yeah this was like real full-on rutting activity mm-hmm. you could hear him going back and forth back and forth and i thought for a while i was debating whether i should climb down or not because this is about i think it was less than an hour to go but you were thinking of climbing, climbing down, down and to, just trying to ease over there, see if I could intercept something because it seemed like they were going back yeah, and forth on yeah. this kind of the bottom of a ravine, the start of a ridge on the other side. I decided, nah, I plan to be back in here in the morning. I'm just going to stay put and try to ease out at dark and not booger anything up. And I think I did spook one or so deer going out. The things that kind of seemed like the deer had kind of cleared out by the time it was dark and so we both eased out of there yeah i, I spooked something close to dark uh, yeah my, my one of the metal bits on my um harness that's what it's called oh, that's right clanked on the the piece under my seat anyhow it was kind of unfortunate so it then sound, sounded like a big, home. big deer yeah as it, it could have been blew out of there Never no been. i don't know it might have been a dove headed home and went to bed and got up was we knew we had to drive an hour up here in the morning and when, so we got up really early and headed in yeah and i think we were both set up pretty much before light yeah i was set up probably a half hour before light yeah, i had, had a little farther, farther to go, to go than I did. and uh, it was kind of gray light actually i remember and i got a little bit turned around on the ridge and i was worried i was trying not to walk yeah i thought deer were gonna Walk there's on a the trail top of right that on ridge. that ridge, yeah. I missed my stand because my pin onyx wasn't quite sinking exactly where the pin was. I mean, it was bouncing around or my location anyway. It's probably your 13-year-old phone it or could something. Be that. Anyway, anyway <laughs> so I ended up missing my stand for a little bit in the in the dark, but I found it without walking too much on the trail and then it was a very quiet morning you didn't well, see any deer that was the morning that uh you didn't there see was any? somebody grunting and rattling oh yeah that's right 90 yards away from it me. was quiet on the deer hunting <laughs> front but uh, we heard i heard yeah. grunts at first and i didn't know anyone else was in there and i, I think i texted you and said hey i heard grunts <laughs> yeah you wondered if i had grunted and that's i was right. like uh no but i just heard grunts too yeah and then we heard the kind of tinny rattles and yeah and i eventually realized that there's a guy in a tree stand about i don't know probably 100 yards away from me um i never saw him come in he may have came in well just kind of depends how he came in 
Probably I'm off of sure private. Pretty sure he got in after us. Yeah, but I think he came off of private land onto the use that. Not necessarily, us. but quite possibly. I mean, uh, yeah. Anyway, it would have been a long hike. Maybe that explains why he was a bit late to the trip. Maybe so. Anyway, so I didn't see any deer till I didn't about see anything. Nine oh seven. You said nine oh five was your nine oh five. It was a little yeah. after nine, and I was cold and kind of bored. Nothing was happening. I was wondering if I was going to be able to actually last this all day. You were already considering pouring coffee from your thermos. That's right. I decided yeah. I was going to wait till nine o'clock or so, and then I was trying to talk myself into waiting as long as possible. I was going. To, I'm going to have a little coffee. Well, don't you know? I looked behind me and I saw a nice buck. And he was coming up the ridge. Yeah, um, he almost like he had come up out of the ravine past me, and then he made his way up to the very top of this ridge. I was set all, up right on top of this ridge, but the ridges out there are really narrow. Like they're well, the, at least some of them. <laughs> yeah, but the ones in this area, at least a couple. Of yeah, them, like just a, a steep climb up, and then like a twenty-yard flat spot on top. And by steep, probably 65 degree uh, hill, maybe 70. I don't know. It's not straight well, up and down, but it depends. They and they that yeah, kind they of vary depends. Some. But yeah, but a small flat spot, and then right yeah. back down the other side. Yeah. So I was, I wanted to set up near the top of the ridge, but and I wanted to be within shooting distance, but I was almost too close to the trail the ridge top trail if, if one would have just ran that trail never would have really been broadside except at like four yards right 10 yards maybe okay. yeah and i couldn't get a tree like exactly how i wanted it but uh, so i got the day before i got the best thing i could yeah I thought. yeah and um i tried to get some back cover you know and a little bit of i had a few branches to hide in but it, it was kind of open and i wasn't terribly high I thought you looked fine yeah. when I got over there later. But if I would have been back off the ridge top, you know, even 10, 15 more yards, yeah. I would have been, you know, it quickly starts dropping down. Then you're about eye level with the deer. Yeah, even if you'd so gone up four sticks. Which, anyway, we're yeah. kind of foreshadowing and yeah. talking about this. So I, I see this buck. He He was past me, popped right up to the top of this um, ridge. ridge. And I saw, without question, he was a shooter. He was a yeah. very nice uh, deer. And so I, I was like, oh, no, okay, I got to do something. He's here. He's trying to figure out which way he to go. He was maybe 50, 60 yards yeah. away at that point. So I grunted at him just a couple of times. And while I was reaching for my bow, I was digging for my grunt call. Yeah. It was a bit of a zoo. Because yep. I wasn't, I, I mean, I hadn't heard anything coming or anything, any indication a deer was in the area. Anyway. Yeah. He turned on a dime and came walking right in towards me. A dime, not a nickel? I'm sorry. Yeah, it was a dime. It was very small. (laughs) So he's heading right towards me, and um, because of how close everything is going to be, I went Mm -hmm. on and drew when he was quite a ways away, well before I could shoot. It was obvious he was coming. He was was behind some stuff. Yeah, and he was coming. I mean, he was wasn't wasting time. running necessarily, but... He was heading my way. So I I drew, and I thought, good, I got everything, got got away with that. I I got on the trail where he was coming. He stopped and uh, worked a scrape just for a little bit, 
and I uh, thought maybe I'd have to let it down, but no, he turned and kept coming. And so he was about 15, 12, 15 yards, really close, and he, he saw me. Yeah. And so he was, at that point, he was almost very hard courting towards me, almost frontal, you know, facing me, yeah. not quite. And so he he picked me, and, I mean, I, I wasn't moving. I was just there. But uh, somehow, I don't know, with the light or I wasn't, like I said, I wasn't terribly high. I didn't maybe have the back cover that I thought. Anyway. Yeah. He picked me. Yeah. And <laughs> so we faced off there for a little bit. And he, I don't think he ever took a step straight back, but he almost, he almost did, you know, how they kind of do. They like kind of lean away. He was and, easing yeah, back, thinking about going back. Yeah. And I'm like, oh man. And just as he turned, I'm not, I don't even know how this all happened <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Just, I, I don't think he was whirling. He turned briefly. Yeah, and I a lot shot. of times they kind of do it like step, step, yeah, step as they I turn. shot, and the first thing I know, he's heading down yeah. over the hill, and my arrow is sticking out of him. Yeah, and I'm freaking out because I didn't get very good penetration at all. Yeah, it's sticking out. I'm like, man, that is, it should not be that far out. And, and you, at that point, you thought it was quite low too, right? Yeah, I knew it was low, but I, it looked about right uh, as far as back, like behind yeah, his leg, yeah. and so I was I was really worried almost immediately because I was like, why did it do that? Because I'm pretty sure I didn't hit his shoulder. Mm-hmm. Um, he was close. I shoot a seventy pound bow. Yeah, I should have got good penetration. Yeah, and so now I'm I'm really We're starting to question, question everything. And, yeah, I was shooting expandable, but I, as you'll see, that had nothing to do with anything. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, um, I, yeah, I was worried about shoulder, but I was almost positive I was back away from shoulder. And I thought, well, maybe I got heart. Maybe it yeah, was low, but yeah. maybe it's just enough to get heart. And yep. I had hoped that I uh, hoped he was going to run down over the ridge and die about 70 yards away. Yeah. So at that point, he started texting and uh, wildly. Um, I and was, nobody answered for like 15 <laughs> minutes. I was excited, I but I was also silent. really nervous too. Yeah. And uh, I finally able. I was. I was worked up. It felt good. I was. Yeah. No. I mean, I was. I was. I mean, you got to the point that we've been trying to get to. Right. Long. We had yeah. worked really hard to get to that point. Yeah. And uh, man, if I. Yeah, anyway. So about 10 o'clock, I came over. We kind of talked it through. And and uh, at that point, we were pretty sure um, with how low the air was and the amount of penetration, either either it had hit a bone or something um, or probably you'd gotten heart. Right. So, so we weren't quite sure, so we started easing down the trail a little bit and almost yeah. immediately found blood. Mm-hmm. And pretty decent blood, so we were like, "Wow, well, maybe, maybe yeah, it's yeah. better hit than we thought." And I think we were both feeling quite yeah, optimistic at that point. At that point. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I was starting to think, "Well, maybe, man, if we find this thing, I'm going to go crazy up here on this ridge. <laughs> we worked so hard." Yeah, and so we followed along and just really slowly because we we knew we just didn't want to bump anything or push anything. We knew we had plenty of time. There was no rush on anything, but 
same time I was back in there too and it was going to be a while I mean it'd be a a bit of a job to get him out so yeah and we you, were anxious to see if we, we were maybe him. 70 80 yards down the trail and you texted somebody else you know that that's right uh, something about the the hit and he he thought too that it was probably either a a dead deer pretty quickly or the deer's yeah totally, totally i mean that's kind of what we were thinking it wasn't like we were you know a liver shot deer or something yeah. like gut shot deer where you, you need to yeah. not push them and just give them time to die I yeah. think this shot was either going to kill it or it wasn't. Yeah, yeah. So we we started blood then probably a hundred yards blood into it, thinned a little bit out. More. Yeah, it really did start thinning yards. out, which we started getting more worried mm-hmm. then. And then we found the arrow. Yeah. And at first we thought, oh, this is actually good. It looked like you got a lot it more. It looked like we got more penetration than we than I had originally thought. Like yeah. Maybe eight inches. Yeah. But then. Yeah, in hindsight, yeah, um, I I was looking at the air and, and it wasn't like fully covered. It was actually I think it yeah, was, it was like it was, blood had ran down the air instead right. of. So it looked like I had gotten more penetration mm-hmm. than I actually had. Yeah, in reality, I think I only got a couple inches. Yeah, and soon after that, um, blood really started getting thin. The deer crossed off of. Um, well, at that point, it had been going downhill the whole right. time, and uh, at probably 140, 50 yards, it turned almost uh, like completely right and went straight up a hill. Yeah, which isn't really a good sign. Generally. Yeah. And as it, as it was, as it turned out, there was a fence mm-hmm. there, and that was the the property line, and deer's heading uphill, and yep. unfortunately on the private property, which, you know, we still felt like, at that point, we are starting to think, oh, probably not a lethal shot, unfortunately, but we still wanted to do our due diligence. Yeah. And At least uh, go search as far for the as animal, we could find blood. do everything yeah. we could. You know, yeah. That's just how we do things. We think we owe it to the animal and you know, yeah. everyone involved. So uh, actually we were able to find his information, the gentleman who owned the piece. Yeah, largely thanks to Onyx. Which Google, not a sponsor, but anyway, yeah. that's okay. Uh, <laughs> Googled, Googled this dude, found a number. I called yeah. him, yeah. said a barber shop. I have no idea if it was or not yeah. anyway. And I uh, called him and uh, he said, yeah, that'd be okay. You can go on trail onto my land. So, so we did. And I only found a very bit of blood, and then we just basically started grid searching. Yeah, exactly. So then down, while I was grid searching, probably 100 yards away from last At blood. At least another 100, maybe a little Down more. at the bottom of the hill, across the creek, right yeah. at the creek crossing. Yeah. I was just following deer trails, found a little drop of blood. Yeah. So then a little beyond that, we actually found a bed, which was yeah. the very first bed we found. A little... Yeah. Two little patches of blood in the bed, but but really, at this point, all not. told, if if it uh, had went straight from where our last blood was, we were probably four hundred fifty yards in or so. It was yeah, quite. Not quite I'm, I actually much, measured it yeah. on Onyx. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, it was ways. Yeah. And after that bed, couldn't find any more blood. Yeah. The, all the trails went straight up out of there, pretty much. Yeah. We gritted a while longer. We're pretty sure at that point that it was a non-lethal hit. Yeah. And we felt like we did do our due diligence. It was 
unfortunate, but I honestly, looking back now, I think it was just a very low shot. Yeah. You just clipped him. There was some white hair on there. And there was actually a little white hair. Yeah. Um, and that this was the side closest to me, so you know, on the on the far the, side, on the far side, it, it would probably have missed that. It, it just, yeah. So we're thinking basically probably a brisket or back, just a little bit, not brisket bottom. Brisket the rib would be cage, in, in front of the in front of the leg. Yeah. I honestly really feel like that deer. I mean, obviously he was traveling well. He yeah. was moving yeah. well. He was going up and down hills. He's probably chasing does as yeah. we speak in missouri yeah he probably got a very uh good education for objects and trees right. <laughs> that uh shoot at you yeah so, yeah i don't know we were bummed yeah I felt definitely down uh oh, he I was depressed replaying, replaying the shot i just well you never liked to even no. slightly wound yeah an animal. for sure um so that was the big big thing for me and i just kept replaying like what could have i done differently I couldn't have taken a, you know, a shot with him looking at me, a frontal shot. I wouldn't take that shot. Yeah. Uh, so I think I took the only ethical shot that I had. If I would have been probably two, three inches yeah, higher, it would have been, been a heart shot. Yeah. He would have been dead at the bottom of the hill. Yep. So I don't know. It's just one of those things. Yeah. It just was kind of, yeah, some good feelings because it actually did all come together mm -hmm. we put ourselves yeah. we went into a piece of public land out of state worked our tails off found a good spot yeah i mean at that point we, we probably had hiked a half mile in or so but if we had come in the normal way it'd yeah been, what, two miles right. close to two miles how we'd come to do anyway it's a lot of work goes <laughs> into an out-of-state trip yeah and it you it seemed like our, our previous experience out there uh, it comes down to you're going to get a moment or two yep. or three between and the two of us over. on these <laughs> trips. And I've just felt like, oh, man, I've just messed up the moment that we're going to have and yeah. let the team down. And, oh, you know. no. I mean, it happens. That's just the yeah. fact of, of yeah. bow hunting um, stuff happens. That's why it's such a rush, but I know. it's still frustrating. <laughs> and I'd be lying if I... Say so I haven't replayed that shot about seventeen hundred times <laughs> in my head. Yeah, so yeah. Wonder what I could do differently. Anyway, so that was that. Yeah, we just we, we, we hardly had any time to go. Two thirty. Yeah, it was pretty late, and then we we went on. We felt like we had kind of boogered up the area with tracking and yeah, everything. Yeah. So we went on and took our stands down. Probably in hindsight, we're gonna quick try to go to maybe another piece or find another spot on the same public piece yeah. and hunt. In hindsight, we probably should have just left the stands up. And you probably should have went straight back to where you were, yeah. I'm, I'm still not 100% yeah. sure if that other guy was you still sure in there or the not. Other guy. Anyway. Yeah. But so we got... We both, we, left that we both ended up hunting off the ground that night, kind of... Kind of close to a parking area and spot. I have written down... Kind of a dumb hunt off the ground. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should have uh, maybe just went on home. And, yeah, I wonder uh, too. Done some scouting or yeah. driving around or something. Anyway, so that was Wednesday. Yeah. Thursday. Thursday was night we big or Thursday came morning. in. Uh, the wind was howling. The it was, was plunging. Crazy. And with all the events of the previous day, uh, I thought well, maybe I need to take a morning, hang out with my family, help with the kids a little bit, homework, 
babysit the kids, let my wife do something fun since she was out there babysitting. I mean, being a mom the whole time, you know. Yeah. And so that's what we did. And then you ended up. I ended up sleeping in too. You decided you'd sleep in too. It was really windy. I mean, we were. We were exhausted at this point. That's true. The previous day, I mean, I don't know. Just, I mean, yeah, we, going we in, hanging, been, hiking. Yeah, I don't tracking, know how many miles we covered. Everything but it was a, just a lot was of kind of wearing down. Us out. Yeah. So we did that. Drank coffee, and then I shot my bow. Some. Yeah. Got all. I mean, it was it was cold, so got you know coveralls yep. bundled up. Yeah. Just wanted to get some confidence back before we headed out, and felt yeah. good. So we we both uh, went out that evening. I went. We were, we stayed on the public land closer to where yeah. we uh, are staying, and I went to a what turned out to be a cut cornfield. Oh, that's right. Um, I was just north of it. We had a north wind that night. I think. I don't know. Yeah, so I sat up in there, saw a few does that night. I was going to go to a spot where where you had hunted the first night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You saw those four or five deer. Yeah. And unfortunately, I mean, we got in pretty early. Yeah, it was I mean, two one o'clock, o'clock, two maybe. One thirty-two. Yeah. Anyway, there was a truck sure. parked where I was going to go, and just the way everything is, I definitely didn't feel good about yeah, it'd been kind of tight in there if he went on your side of the yeah, road. Yeah, it's always, you just never know. So yeah. anyway, rather than crowd things, I had driven by a spot on the way over there that I thought, well, that might be overlooked. So I kind of scouted my way in. Uh, unfortunately, probably, it looked better close to the road. Once I got on down in, it thinned out, opened up a little bit more. There's a field in there. I actually found a, a carcass of a deer Someone had boned out. Yeah. I don't know. It just felt like there had been people in there and pressure, and there probably wouldn't be any deer. Looking on the map, it looked like um, a good spot. Yeah. But, I'm not um, convinced it was a bad spot. I saw one doe about a dark. Yeah. It got over across the creek then. There was some good thick bedding, and uh, I think it could have could have been a good spot. But anyway. Yeah. Nothing shows. So we packed back out that night mm-hmm. and decided we we're going to do a hanging hunt well we, we talked morning. about trying to go back up yeah to the that was the place. debate do we go back up we up to this point we haven't seen any sign that's as good as what we saw up there i mean one even when we were trailing my deer i mean yeah. the sign it was crazy i've <laughs> never seen a place that tore up rubs yeah. scrapes fresh stuff well i thought i'd seen a lot of sun uh going to where i had my tree stand but then i went across to where you were uh, to help trail that deer and there was more he stuff in that. that i had gar holding <laughs> there was more stuff in that kind of bottom and up the other side than i'd like you said that i've seen anywhere it was unbelievable honestly and so So at this point we we had the issue of yeah and at this point we sort of had the issue that um you know we're headed home the next day and it's like saturday yeah saturday and so i started to bring up the issue do we drive an hour up there and if we kill a deer and if we drag it out and get it yeah i mean it you just do the math, it starts to get quite long. Yeah, we didn't have a definite deadline on the back end here at home, but we sort of yeah. did. We had school and work on Monday, and yep. it's a 14-hour drive <laughs> and a lot of factors. Yeah, It's just 
it's well, you know, it's one thing if it's two guys hunting out of their truck, well, but and if then you there's the, the other fact people that and family too that makes the, it harder. There's there's the fact that the morning that I didn't hunt and I drove around, uh, I found a standing cornfield pretty close right. to some stuff I'd hunted last year, and it seemed like a, a very good spot. To and go. the temperatures are definitely a lot colder. On yeah, the that part of the week than it was to start like, yeah. towards the end of the week. It was in the 30s, maybe. Yeah, it was most pretty, of the day. Pretty frigid. I mean, those are yeah. daytime highs, so exactly. and nights down about 20. So yeah. we figured deer would be hitting corn. So you, you dropped me off at a spot. I was yeah. going to go into a spot I had scouted. I think that Monday morning something like that i did a big walk through a piece and i did find some sign back in there enough that i was interested to come back in and check it out so at that point that seemed like my best option i was going to walk through a um overgrown field which yeah i I mean i kind of walked through a piece of it that monday morning yeah, I was going to go a slightly different route. Well, it turned out to be a disaster. You also had a stand on your back stand this time. Stand on my back, so that's that true. Kind of and, uh, I mean, grabs it was just everything. thick as all get out. That I was crawling or literally walking on my knees for a while, and I still didn't know if I could get through stuff. It was crazy. Yeah. And all this, you know, planning to get back in there and hang a stand. Hope I had Yeah, just at first light was what the plan anyway, was. Finally got through there, got back closer to where i wanted to hunt and tried to be quieter but then i I saw there was no way i was going to beat the sun or the first light so i just tried to slow down ease into where i wanted to hunt yeah and got set up and i started i started seeing deer almost right away uh doe fed right by me i was waiting for the buck to be following her never did and i saw do you see a couple small bucks that morning I saw several later? does. Well, then I saw one buck. I saw a couple of does come by and a buck like a few minutes behind them, but on their same trail. Yeah. And I couldn't quite tell if he was a shooter, but last day he actually used to look pretty <laughs> decent to me. Yeah. Again, on this piece, they have to be four points on the sides. Yeah. And I think he probably was. And, and so I definitely wanted to get him in closer to look at him. Yeah. So I said, well, with the success of my grunt up, at the other place so let's grunt at him so i reached for my tube i grunted and for whatever reason he like didn't like it and he turned and like went away kind of ran off almost actually. makes you wonder if he heard a grunt before and somehow associated it with humans i don't know yeah, or maybe or was he there just a wasn't big dominant, dominant buck in the area or the other thing i'm not i don't think he saw me move he was about 50 60 yards away again maybe somehow with the way the sun was shining on me i was worried about um actually shadows yeah like i was hard to say making movements and i could see my shadow moving it was pretty it was quite still that morning it was very beautiful morning it was cold like clear and cold and still 20s Yeah. yeah anyway so i saw a good number of deer and you saw i had a spike walk by me at about 10 yards but it was good enough we both felt pretty good about our spots we decided well that's we it was cold yeah at the bottom line we're a little bit wimpy we decided we better i don't know if it's wimpy we're just cold okay (laughs) so we 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 don't have that high dollar uh camo that keeps you actually warm maybe we decided, okay, we're going to take a hour or two for lunch yeah, and then head back in as early as possible. 
and we weren't really prepared actually to do an all-day sit because we weren't really planning to when yeah, we set up. Yeah, exactly. So we did that. Well, as I was coming out, I found a bunch more rubs. That's right. And, you found uh, some good sun. A couple big scrapes that were quite fresh. One of them was like they'd almost dug a bowl out almost. Uh, so I was quite it was so good to I get was back in there. coming over to visit you. <laughs> well, there's actually a, um, almost would have been room for both of us in there. I but think. I'd seen deer that morning, so I felt pretty good about my spot. Yeah. So we headed back in that yep. afternoon, and oh, I saw some turkeys in the morning. I forgot to say that. I almost oh, yeah. got you a shot at the gobbler. So I checked. Our tag was good for a turkey, or I got a turkey tag with And my, the season was in. Yeah, all important factors, <laughs> but he didn't quite get to where I was comfortable. Yeah. And so I went back in. I ended up only seeing two small does pretty, uh, not too long before dark, I believe. And you had all the excitement that night. It wasn't a ton of excitement, but uh, I did have a shooter uh, night. Really nice eight, maybe small ten, uh, come by at about 40 yards, kind of back behind me. I was able to swing around and, and uh, range some of the trails that he. I thought he was going to walk on, um, but he just didn't quite cooperate. I grunted at him several times. He'd stop and look, but he could kind of see in where my tree was and he knew that there wasn't actually deer there i guess and he walked on through and out of our lives for now um i think i, I saw another small buck four thirty, five o'clock then but that was basically the end of our saga yeah we had to pack everything up uh, i guess we could have tried to squeeze a morning hunt in but it would have been only an hour or two and we we're all trying to travel in a, in a minivan yeah. and packing stands and bows and everything. It just required a little bit of yep. time. So we went on and started packing up after dark Friday and pulled out on Saturday. And that was it. That was From it. Missouri. The weeks always just go so fast out yeah. there. It's crazy. Yep, sure does. We're already talking about next year. So <laughs> who knows? Maybe, maybe. <laughs> Yeah, there's always a big asterisk beside our discussions about Missouri at this point. But Yeah, I think there's well, a couple things. I mean, man, the public land hunting is just a challenge. I mean, I don't care who you are, but Yeah, for sure. You know, there were there was there was pressure out there. Um we saw out of state plates. Louisiana, um, Mississippi, you know, a whole it, bunch it just of does, folks. we just don't hunt public land right here in Virginia. And so it's different. I like I like the challenge of it. I mean that part, man. I don't like the challenge as much as you do. I'd rather kill more deer. I get really addicted to that part of it. It I, just I do enjoy it's it. It's a lot of I don't know, it's a lot of work. But Yeah. There's I mean, so many variables though that we can't control, like yeah. the guy yeah. came in the other way and uh set up ninety yards away from me and just had no idea was there. Yeah. All that, I mean, I just think public land whitetails have got to be some of the smartest critters around. I mean, obviously, they, they've they outsmarted us on <laughs> how many trips now? Yeah, two. Just two. Well, and I the guess there was Alabama. the thir- third one. I mean, in all of these trips, though, I guess the silver lining is we put ourselves in positions to kill bucks in every yeah know, i mean we're, we learn more every time we do it and i think that's one of the reasons we keep doing it I mean, yeah 
And that's one of the, also one of the reasons it's so frustrating <laughs> with missing that shot. It just you know you work so hard and you want it to it just want happens. it to happen. And <laughs> anyway, so I think we okay. We like the country. The terrain is different out yeah. there. It's just it's and a different. It experience. definitely seemed to be something different um, when we headed north to that other place. I'm not sure if it's only because it's bow only. Um, or it seemed like there's more deer up there. A little closer to Iowa, all those kinds of things. <laughs> yeah. But I think, I mean, we definitely learned more, some more this time. Uh, yeah. I think we did a number of things right. I really like the, um, you know, last time we were hanging and hunting almost every hunt morning and evening. Something yeah. to be said Toward, for towards the end, hanging your stand. I hunted the, night the same place. That's right. For like you left two and a half days. Which, yeah. looking back, I'm not sure if that was the smartest. Right. But. but there's something about hanging a stand, hunting it that evening, and then being able to go back in the next morning. Yeah, and just being able to slide same. in in the morning and know you're in a good tree and things there's like that. There's some value in that, it seems. Yeah. There's definitely value in scouting. I mean, I think this time we scouted way more than we did the the last time. Yeah. Just, even from the vehicle, just driving around and seeing what crops are. Well, Sunday we were scouting when we went up north. Right, there when we and, basically found that spot. Yeah. Uh, just driving around. So I, I mean, mean, we looked at it on the map. We thought it was probably a good place, but we had no idea till we actually got there. And we're like, wow, this is a great place. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I think we've learned a lot. Uh, probably should try to do some public land hunting here close to home, too. I don't know. I'm ready to shoot a bunch of does and well, fill the freezer too. up. <laughs> I'm, I'm good with that too. But um, uh, anyway, I just think yeah we we learn a lot. We haven't figured yeah, out sure. deer hunting on private land <laughs> by any stretch. But yeah, I think we we learn even more, or it's a different yeah. type of learning when we hunt public land. Anyway, I just sure. love the challenge. I love the out of state thing. You have well, I, I love five, being six, able seven to... days to get it done. And, and you, five, six, seven days just to focus on hunting because you're away from your work. Yeah, and, there, that is definitely yeah. a big part of it. I mean, we just hunt out there like we can't hunt here at home. I yeah. mean, it just, it's impossible with work and family and school. Yep, just complicated. Yeah, so there's it's very enjoyable to focus on hunting. And, you know, it does, it wears you out a little bit too. So. Yep. But it's good to be home, and I guess we'll talk about that more in the next episode as yeah. we still have some of November to go and a bit of excitement. Stand by for Lowell shooting a huge buck with his bow yet, maybe. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. We'll try to record another podcast episode or two probably throughout the, the remainder of the season here in Virginia, and who knows what after that, or if after that, I guess. But, yeah, and yeah. never know where we might head next year. I'm kind of addicted to this out-of-state thing. You know, there's some yeah. states within driving distance of us that we could drive through the night, be in, hunt a day or two, come back home, uh, think of yeah to our west. I don't know, your job is a little more forgiving for some things like that than east, mine. And, uh, yeah, Did you say a state keep, to our east? Yeah, Do we a have spot a... to our east. I Maryland. Guess. I guess. I was I like, there's an ocean over there. Drop some pins in other states. Yeah. We'll see where that leads. 
All right. Well, thank you all for listening. If you listen this far, uh, you must be a true fan. I'm not quite sure why you listened this long. God bless you. Your life yeah. must just be boring or you like deer hunting as much as us. Yeah, we, we definitely have consumed many, many podcasts over the last couple of months. So that's it for this one, I guess. Until uh, next time, good luck hunting and uh, we'll Keep see you. Keep learning just like us. Yeah. Catch you later. Bye.